Hey grown-ups, it's Moral Sattar of Barely Bear Reimagined Fairy Tales. If you enjoy the stories, we'd appreciate your support by visiting the Patreon link in the description. Thanks so much and enjoy the stories. The Frog Prince In the lush, beautiful rainforests of Yakushima, a kind and curious girl named Chiyo would spend her days exploring the land. From the cedar trees that were more than 1,000 years old to the animals that lived among them, there was no end to Chiyo's wonder about all living things. I'm going to be a scientist when I grow up, she would tell her friends at the village school. Most of them would smile or say something nice, but some of them would laugh. <laughs> Why would you want to spend the rest of your life studying when there are parties to go to and beautiful gowns to wear? Some of the girls would say before giggling and walking away to play together. Chio didn't care. She knew there were so many amazing things to learn about the world around her and she spent as much time as she could exploring the hills and mountainsides. But one day, something very unusual happened, something that she would never forget. Chio had gone to the tallest cedar tree, the one whose branches disappeared high overhead into the clouds and mist that hung low over the gushing waterfall. She sat down in the crook of its trunk, the hollowed-out place where the roots parted and created a little chair just for her. She took out her notebook and her pen and began to draw the lilies that grew at the water's edge, paying close attention to the way they floated on the surface. Suddenly, a cricket landed on Chio's knee, startling her. She dropped her pen, then watched sadly as it rolled down the bank and splashed into the stream below. She scrambled after it, hoping she could catch it before it drifted away. But it was not to be. Oh no, my grandfather gave me that pen. She mumbled, sitting back on the dirt and looking unhappy. I can help you get it. Someone said nearby, causing Chio to jump. Who said that? She cried. I did. Who? Me? Come out and show yourself, Chio demanded, certain that one of the children from school was playing a trick on her. I'm right here, the voice said calmly, just before Chio felt a gentle tug on the cuff of her pants leg. Chio looked down and stared in surprise. There, on the ground, still clinging to the hem of her pants, was an adorable frog. She looked around once more, this time hoping it was only a trick. How are you talking to me? She stammered, watching the small green frog as the corners of her mouth turned up into a smile. <laughs> I don't know. How are you talking to me? The frog asked with a laugh. This is impossible. It's, it's scientifically impossible. Frogs can't talk. Chio called out. But I can. Is it, is it like a magic spell or something? Are you really a person who was turned into a frog? I must learn all that I can about you. Luckily, yes. How is that lucky? A witch turned you into a frog? Chio cried in disbelief. 
Yes, isn't it amazing? And now I can understand even more about the world. I can see and hear things that I never would have learned unless I saw it this way. The frog explained, his mouth turning up at the corners to resemble a smile. Aren't you unhappy that you're not a person anymore? Why should I be like everyone else? The frog shrugged. I do know what I must do to break the spell, but so far I haven't even wanted to. This has been much too exciting. Yeah, being like everyone else isn't any fun. Geo agreed. My name is Kai Ru. The frog darted out its long tongue and caught a tiny bug that had been buzzing nearby. He gulped it down and let out a satisfied burp, then said, Let me go get your pen. No, wait, come back, Chio said as he hopped under the water. Moments later, she clapped her hands happily as Kairu returned with her pen. Oh, thank you, that pen was very special to me. I can tell, but you said you needed to learn more about me. What would you like to know? The frog asked. Chio sat down and opened her notebook to a clean page. She began to write as the frog answered all of her questions as best as he could. What's it like being a frog? How long have you been able to talk? Who do you talk to? Why is your skin green? Her questions went on and on, and the frog answered all of them. My goodness, it's getting late. I need to go home now before my parents start to worry. Chio said when she looked up from her notebook. The sun was already slipping down behind the mountains, and the bright forest had shifted to a cool gray color. Will you come back tomorrow? Kairu said, sounding very hopeful as he hopped onto a log beside her. Of course, unless... Do you want to come to my house? Chio offered, hoping the little frog would say yes. Well, I suppose I can come for a visit, he said, though he didn't sound too sure. Wonderful. I'll hop on and I'll carry you, she answered, squatting down and letting Kairu perch on her shoulder. As they walked along the forest path to Chio's house, the gentle frog spoke about a great many wonders of the forest. But when they arrived, their first troubles began. What is that thing? Her mother cried, pointing to Kairu. This is a frog I met in the forest, Mama. Get it out of here and go wash it once. You'll catch warts. She called out, already reaching for a broom to sweep Kairu out the door. Mama, that's not true, Chio explained happily, but her mother wouldn't listen. Here, Kairu, I'll make you a little spot outside. I'll probably like that better anyway, he said though he sounded insulted. The next day, Chio hurried out the door to go to school and stopped by the pot with moss and water that she'd put together for her new friend. Kairu was already awake and had been gulping down a breakfast of meaty flies. Are you ready to see my school? Chio asked as he hopped up on her shoulder once more. I certainly am. Let's go. But at school, everyone reacted just as Chio's mother had. The students screamed and ran away from Chio and Kairu, and others laughed and pointed at her. They taunted her with mean rhymes about slimy frogs. One of the teachers darted forward and pulled her away, slipping Kairu into her wide pocket to protect him. Chio, 
What are you doing? You cannot bring a frog to school. The teacher chided kindly. But he's my friend. I wanted to show him all of the things he's never seen before. She answered, tears slipping down her cheeks. Sweet girl, I, I know you're curious about everything. It's part of why you're such a smart student. But you can't have a frog as a friend. Why not? Kairu asked, poking his head out from the teacher's pocket. The teacher screamed as she stuck her hands in the pocket and flung Kairu out. Luckily, he landed with a soft plop and wasn't harmed. Did he, did he just talk? The teacher asked, her voice trembling. Chio giggled. He did. Now do you see why he's my friend? But, but, but frogs can't talk. Is he magical or something? Wait, is this a trick, Chio? Are you playing a joke on me? I promise I'm not. He just talks. Kairu looked up at the teacher with wide, froggy eyes and nodded. The teacher looked like she might faint, but then she took a deep breath and nodded slowly. Part of understanding science is knowing that we don't know everything. I don't know how or why this frog can talk, and I certainly have never heard of it happening before, but I can see it and hear it for myself. That means I must observe further and learn more. We all should. The teacher turned back to the schoolyard and clapped her hands to get everyone's attention. The students all lined up and looked to her, waiting for her instructions. Students, today we will have a very special lesson, one that I am astonished to take part in. We have an amazing member of the animal kingdom with us, and we will all give this special frog our attention. She looked down at Kairu and said, Would that be all right with you? Will you teach us about your world? Kairu nodded happily, and Chio sat down beside him as the students all settled on the ground to listen. Do you need anything before we begin? The teacher asked. Some water? Some shade? That would be lovely, Kairu said, smiling at Chio. For the next several hours, the students stared in wonder and amazement as they listened to Kairu talk. He told them about the mists that fall among the trees, the many insects that crawl through the forest, the birds that fly high overhead. They were awestruck as he described life in the forest for all the plants and animals. Even the teacher nodded thoughtfully and took notes about the things he told them. Through it all, Chio watched her classmates' faces. They weren't laughing or taunting anymore. They weren't making up silly rhymes or mean names. They were listening closely to what they heard, learning everything Kairu had to say. That's all anyone needs, she thought as Kairu, the science teacher, finished his lesson. We need to be curious and willing to understand, and we must remember that being different isn't wrong. It's the only way we'll ever learn anything. From that day on, Kairu came to the school when he could. He showed the students so many things and taught them about nature and the environment. He helped them understand why it is so important to care about the world around them. And he learned from them, too. All through the village and the surrounding mountains, frogs became an important symbol of good luck, peace, prosperity, and most of all, science. <laughs>
The end. Thank you for listening to a Barely Bear production. If you enjoyed this story, please leave a review. We also have downloadable worksheets at barelybear.com. Barely Bear.